Well, um, our next guest is Daniel Bredick, uh, the Age Chief Cricket Writer. Uh, Daniel, welcome. Explain to me, please, how David Warner could captain Australia again. Good question, Rowie. Well, the first thing uh, that needs to happen now that the Cricket Australia Board have decided that the Code of Conduct can be reviewed is uh, a review of that code to allow for a player who's been sanctioned um, to... Uh, appeal the penalty, not the offence, but the uh, length of the penalty, um, if they give uh, evidence of uh, good behaviour over a period of time, basically. So you can maybe call that the um, insertion of a David Warner clause into the Code of Conduct. Mm. Um, Once that review is complete, and if that is recommended in terms of adding that clause, then Warner would have to front an appeals hearing before an appeals commissioner and explain why he doesn't think he should still be banned from captaincy. So the onus will be on him, let's call him the applicant, to prove he's undergone, if you like, genuine reform. Is he even up to it? Uh, It's a good question. I think um, in terms of uh, the last few years, obviously, um, he served his penalty um, uh, in terms of playing, um, and Australian cricket um, has um, been, you know, it's it's a quite a changed environment now in terms of the way that the Australian cricket team plays. Um, and, you know, that was obviously a bit of the uh, contributing factor to uh, what we ended up seeing at Newlands in 2018. So mm. uh, I think he'd have a reasonable case, but then obviously it's a case of how long that process takes and how much time he's got left in the game as a player. Well, that's my next point. He's 36. Do we need him? Is the cupboard that bare? Uh, I think the the big question for the selectors um, in a national sense is whether he could do a job during the uh, 50-over World Cup in India next year, given that clearly their initial hope was that Aaron Finch would get through uh, to that tournament and finish as an international cricketer after that World Cup, um, and whether they, yeah, whether they want to entertain the idea of uh, Warner serving in a role for a specific purpose with a specific length of time. Mm. Who's pushing his barrow? Seems like someone within wants him in, Daniel. I don't think there's any um, uh, selectors of any team who want to have anyone ruled out from uh, captaincy um, without the chance to actually discuss it and debate it and figure yeah. it all out. I think that's the um, that's part of the, the principle of, of, uh, of all of this discussion. Um, and also, Warner is... You know, whatever his disciplinary history, um, he's a sharp tactical mind um, as a captain. And I think there's also the belief that the direction of the Australian men's team these days is obviously it's much less abrasive. It's much less predicated on sledging and, and you know, pushing the, the, the laws and the rules as far mm. as you can go, if not going over those, uh, over those rules. Just give the captaincy of the white ball to Alex Carey. Daniel, boom, done. Bang. Well, I would I would definitely expect that Alex Carey um, will captain the Australian team in that 50-over series that they have against England straight after the World Cup. Correct, correct. Hey, Daniel, thanks for your time as always. No worries, guys. Daniel Bredick there, the age chief cricket writer. He's an absolute ripper, does a great job. Uh, so who wants David Warner as captain? No, 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 not me. Not just because he's age of 36. I mean, honestly, you're done, buddy. God, it's it covered that bear. You think that he's, it's marked with pen. Uh, it's not pencil, can't rub it yeah. out and just let him have a little mm. 
Just a bit of an update on the AFL front. We'll talk about this with um, Biggs shortly. Uh, Port Adelaide made some um, list changes today. Jed McEntee and Trent Dumont signed one-year deals. Well done to those two. Great competitors. Marty Frederick was delisted. I'm sad for Marty. Yeah, um, Dylan Williams was delisted, but they've told him that we will re-rookie you, which is sometimes what they can generally do. So right now, Port Adelaide have got the list they got. I had a little bit of a blue, not a blue, I had an eight, and a, uh, take the tape with CD. I said, mm-hmm. you're all in. He said, no, we're not. I said, yes, you are. And he said, no, I'm not. Well, you've only got two picks, mm. 33 and 60. But here's the thing in 2023, you've got no future first. You've got a future second, third, and fourth. You're all in. Crows, on the other hand, um, we know Brown retired. They had to pay a bit of his contract. Frampton's been traded. My Jimmy, well, he's the only one on the list that's not um, contracted, so I'd suggest, I don't know, but I'd suggest that he be delisted, which is sad. Crows then have um, 23 and 46. They want to get Max Michelini in there, and there's another kid they've got their eye on from North Adelaide. If they can land those two, it'll be great. Next year, they have all their futures, one, two, three, and four. So that's the state of play as we come to the draft. Yeah. Mark Bickley, unfortunately, during his time, has seen coaches come and go. The latest on the St Kilda fiasco with Bix next.